And so God started to take me on a journey about who he was. I hopped into some therapy and that therapist said, Sophia, you're going to have to learn how to live for an audience of one, because I wasn't living for an audience of one. I was living for an audience of a whole lot of other people, people, Ooh. people pleaser, you know, and um, I was not going to be able to be a people pleaser and try to set boundaries and try to say, hey, no, I don't like this. This is not acceptable to me. That was not going to work. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the space where you come each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. Now, you may be wondering what that's about. If you thought this was a traditional personal finance podcast, you are sorely mistaken, my friend, but you are in for a treat. Because here's what I know to be true. The original 12th century definition of wealth is about the condition of well-being. And let me tell you why a lot of people are not well. They're not well because they are stuffing the truth of their stories down. One of the things that has helped me rebuild my wealth is really committing to telling my truth. And so now through one of my signature programs, Command the Stage, I have the opportunity to teach more people to do that. And I believe that that will put you on the path to truly building the wealth that you say you desire. So all week as the doors for Command the Stage are open right now, I have been sharing with you some of my clients, amazing, amazing women who are now walking fully in their purpose because they decided to finally commit to their truth. I'm super excited about today's guest, Sophia Giraldo, and I really wanna make sure that you're clear. This is not just about highlighting them as clients. The people who come to me have known for years that they had a story. They just didn't know how to bring it together and tell it powerfully in the marketplace. And I want you to hear Sophia's story. Oh my gosh, you're gonna be blown away. Let me give her a proper introduction though. Sophia Giraldo is a confidence cultivator who passionately helps women impacted by abuse and betrayal redefine beauty and walk in confidence as a lifestyle. I know that's right. Through her speaking and consulting, Sophia offers a glimpse into her journey from a shame-filled, embarrassed, broken woman to one who, is, who has encountered Jesus and his ability to transform her into a woman filled with confidence. She's a mom of three living in NYC, and Sophia's on a mission to uplift and encourage women around the world by sharing her story and commanding every stage she steps on. Without further ado, here is Sophia Giraldo. <laughs> Can I just say how exciting it was for me to see you do that laugh? <laughs> I've heard it over and over again. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I know that, I know that. Yes. So excited to be here. And I'm so excited to have you. That's actually funny. When you've listened to the podcast over the years, did you ever think that you would be on the podcast? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. How did we get here then? What made you oh my uh, gosh. decide that it was time to tell your story? I think obedience, really, because God... Um, he kind of in the middle of my situation, he kind of said, hey, Sophia, I want you to share your story. And at that point, I, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> but over a weekend, Patrice, over a weekend, he said it in such a clear way, two totally different situations, unconnected. And the subject of sharing your story came up. 
I mean, he, okay, I live in New York City. One moment, one morning I was walking, I don't know, taking the kids somewhere and on what they have these displays, these advertisements, like on the train stops, it says something about sharing your story. I was like, okay, Lord, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to play around with you. <laughs> I'm going to do what you told me to do. Oh my gosh. You know how many of us get those types of God winks? You yeah. know, that's what I call it. Yeah. When we feel the inclination, like we know it in our belly, we know right. it in our spirit. And most of us are disobedient and I'm raising okay. my hand, right? Because <laughs> I know that I have been disobedient over the years yeah. about doing what I knew to, to be true. That's why one year my whole theme was obedience. Right. Like, right. What could my life look like if I just did what God told me to do the first time instead right. of always trying to negotiate <laughs> or straddle the fence right. or be like, maybe later. Add our own stuff mean, to it. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't mean right now, right. like someone is listening and they already had those signs that said, share your story or yeah. tell your truth or it's time yep. to, you know, step up and step out. And someone's listening right now and they're like, "Ooh, listen, that's me. OK, <laughs> so what was the next step? So you saw the sign and then what happened? I saw the sign and I'm like, OK, and I think somewhere I had already come across your podcast and I think somewhere in that I heard about one of your challenges and I didn't know about command the stage at that point but it probably lined right up with what God had already been saying and so I'm like let me let me take a listen to this and then during your challenge I heard about command the stage and it was one of those things like I do not have the money for this Lord like come on now like single mom trying to rebuild my life like how how is this happening <laughs> you know and I think I waited until like the day before those doors closed and I was like you know what Lord I know if you tell me to do something like you're gonna you're gonna take care of the other stuff you're gonna provide so let me just do this faith thing <laughs> let me just do this faith thing and that's what happened that's how I got into command the stage oh my gosh okay so before coming to command the stage what was going on like what is the story that you felt like God was calling you to share? Oh, man. So my story actually started in 2009. Okay. So I got married in 2000, in 2009, October 3rd. And on October the 7th is my birthday. And I found myself uh, on the bathroom floor crying. It, it was a small uh, basement apartment, small bathroom. And I was crying because something was not right. And I didn't know what was not right at that point, but I, I just felt like, wait a minute, like I'm a newlywed. It's not supposed to go sour this fast. You know, there was a lot of disconnection. Um, and I just couldn't put my finger, you know how you know something is off, but you just can't put your finger on exactly what that is. And so the Lord started taking me through a journey and I'm so grateful because he, some of us need to be led into the situation slowly. <laughs> And he kind of gave me these little like, okay, something's off here. Something's off here. Um, and it kind of came out gradually. I, the real deal, when I really realized like, wait a minute, I got to, this is, this is more serious than I, than I thought. I had just had a baby. He was about seven months old. And so I'm new mom, new marriage, just probably about a year, year and a half into my marriage. And I remember waking up one morning because it was quiet. The baby was sleeping. The husband was gone. And I'm kind of entrepreneurial minded. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going <laughs> to let me go and get some work done with this time that I have. And so 
I got up and I kind of do that new mom crawl out the room so the floors won't squeak uh-huh. <laughs> and go into the other room and my computer's there. And so I go picking up my computer, my laptop, and I opened it up and somebody had left YouTube on the screen and it said something like world's hottest woman. And I remember thinking like, I know that wasn't me. And it was, you know, how you have one of those all of a sudden, like so many thoughts, like shooting through your brain at one time. And I'm like thinking like, who did this? It wasn't me. World's hottest women. That's me. But what? <laughs> like, and <laughs> right. then I realized like, wait a minute, this, this was not me. This was the man. This was the husband. And my mind flashed back to a time when I was six months pregnant, when in a roundabout way, this man had tried to tell me that he struggled with a sex addiction, pornography specifically. And at that point, I was just like, Lord, please let this go away. I'm pregnant. I cannot deal with this right now. Put it under the covers. And I went on about my business. And God brought it back up when my newborn was seven months old and said, Sophia, it's time for you to, to deal with this now. And so I called my friend and I said, hey, I found some stuff on my computer. I cannot look at this stuff. Like, you know, I remember even talking about it now, like uh, the feeling in my gut, my hands were shaking and I'm, my legs are shaking. And I'm thinking like, what is about, I knew my life was about to take a, a drastic shift and I didn't know what that was going to look like. So she came and she looked and she said, Sophia, there's a lot of stuff on this computer. And in that moment, my, I felt like somebody had taken a rock and the window that I thought was my reality of my marriage, they threw that rock and the whole thing just was like, it was gone. Mm. And um, he came home later and I, I, I had paced that whole time. Like, okay, Lord, I got to say something, but I don't want to say anything like what? And God, it was like, God said, you, I got you. You're, you're ready for this, you know? And so he came home and I, and I said, Hey, this is what I found. And you know, when you try to show somebody something that they don't want you to know, and they don't want to kind of deal with, they're going to like create a lot of pushback. And so I got that pushback and Holy ghost. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. So like, you want to lie about this, you know? I have a friend that knows computers. We could just take the thing to him and he can check the whole thing out. And then there was a whole lot of backtracking, you know? Yeah. And so it kind of came out that this is, this is what my marriage was that I had married someone who struggled with a sex addiction without knowing it. And that I had to learn how to deal with that. And so God started to take me on a journey about who he was. I hopped into some therapy and that therapist said, Sophia, you're going to have to learn how to live for an audience of one because I wasn't living for an audience of one. I was living for an audience of a whole lot of other people, people, Ooh. people pleaser, you know, and um, I was not going to be able to be a people pleaser and try to set boundaries and try to say, hey, no, I don't like this. This is not acceptable to me. That was not going to work. And so God started to show me like, who do you, who, who do I say you are, Sophia? Like, what do I say about you in my word? And I started to pick that up and put together the pieces um, that I was really in a broken spot. And so he started to put those pieces back together and kind of shore up my confidence a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I started to be able to set those boundaries. And unfortunately, as I started to do that, my marriage just continued to unravel and um, become abusive, emotionally abusive, all the things, all the things. But God graced me. He's very, very gracious to me. He just helped me every step of the way, every step of the way. And um, through that, I show women now, like, you know what, your beauty, it can be redefined because when you're dealing with someone that struggles with a sex addiction, like we as women, like, yeah, we know our confidence is not supposed to come in our, you know, physical appearance and all this type of thing. Yeah, but exactly. It does. That, that <laughs> exactly. Do a doozy on yes, yes. your confidence. Yes, it did. 
Yes, it did. I mean, I had trouble looking in the mirror. I cut my hair off, like so many different things because I felt like the person that I saw in the mirror, I didn't want to be her. Like she was not accepted. And so God had to show me like, where does your beauty really come from? And so he redefined that thing for me. And so now what I do with women is I help them to redefine their beauty specifically after abuse and betrayal. And the process that God showed me was to believe what he's already spoken. That's like my foundation. I have to go back to the world. What does God say? Because the world and society tells us a lot of things. It shouts a lot of things to us. And so I needed to say, okay, what has God spoken? And then believe it because we can know all the things, but if we don't make the choice to believe it, it does no good. Right. Right. And then we need to learn how to exchange the enemy's lies for the truth because he comes at us with his lies too. And the word says his lies are, they're like, uh, he's like an angel of light. So we're not, we, if we're not in the truth, we're not really going to pick up on those things. So we need they're to, subtle. it's very subtle. We need to take the lie and we need to switch that thing out, exchange the enemy's lie for God's truth, right? Then we need to learn how to accept our limitations. I was a mom. I was trying to do all the things. Like I'm telling myself, I got this, I got this, I got this, but I had limitations and uh, my body has limitations. I wound up developing an autoimmune issue because I was trying to take on all the things. So God had to show me how to accept, okay, you're human. (laughs) You have limitations, Sophia. There's only but so much you can do, right? So we need to learn how to accept those things and then learn that our uniqueness in the same vein, our uniqueness is a gift. I was trying to um, not just compare myself to everyone else, but try to be like everybody else in an attempt to come. Yeah. In an attempt to please Mm -hmm. what I thought was his, my uh, ex's standard. And so I needed to look at my own uniqueness and realize that those things are a gift. Right. Mm -hmm. And then trust that my pain had purpose. And this is something that came out of the journey because over a decade ago, I couldn't see it. I was just thinking like, oh, this sucks. (laughs) Everything fell apart. I can't like, what is it now? You know, and God's showing me like, Hey, I'm going to bring something out of this. It's, it was a terrible, terrible thing. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but God, he's bringing a purpose out of that pain that I had to experience. And then lastly, learn how to say yes to the best, because a lot of times we say yes to some good things, but maybe they're not the best things. And so that's kind of what God showed me through my journey and kind of what I share with women now that God can redefine beauty even after um, huge, huge, tumultuous things like betrayal and abuse. Every other month, I attend a Super Friends brunch where we talk about everything from purpose to pursuing new dreams and even menopause. Yep, you heard me, menopause, because if you're over 40 and your girlfriends don't keep it real, I don't know what to tell you. But we have these important conversations because how can we redefine wealth if we're not keeping up with our hormonal health? Now, we discovered Happy Mammoth. It's the company that created Hormone Harmony, and it's dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for us. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. Hormone Harmony contains herbal extracts called aptogens that help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally. And any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take Hormone Harmony. It's perfect for hot flashes, night sweats, menopause-related brain fog, sleeplessness, occasional bloating and gas. You get the picture. 
Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using the code RW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RW for 15% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ooh, there's so many things in that that I identify with. But what I'm going to say is I hear you tell the story now. Mm. And what I love about how you've learned to tell it is you don't sound like a victim. Right. So I love that you're able to pull out the lessons and use that to be a blessing to others, but also yourself. Yeah. Because it's so easy to go through such a tumultuous time and then view it through the lens of every time I tell the story, I'm going to sound like a victim. I sound like I'm, you know, deep down in it. Yeah. How did that come about? Is that what you took away from command the stage or were you like that before command the stage? Oh man. I think a huge part of it was taken from command the stage. I mean, I generally am okay. And optimistic, like, okay, we got to, we can, there's always tomorrow type person. But one huge thing when it came to sharing my story was that I didn't want to, and this is probably, this may be a little bit part of my people pleasing thing, but I didn't want to throw people under the bus. <laughs> you know, like I didn't want to put their business out there and have people like, oh, you know, especially when I, in the beginning, a large part of who I was speaking to was people that knew me. And I spent years walking like let's say my church walking in the doors of my church and walking out the doors of my church and no one knew one thing about what was happening behind those closed doors and so I was very concerned with I'm about to say what and everybody's gonna look what you know and so command the stage really showed me how to share my story in a way that like you said give some dignity and not have me appearing as a victim because I didn't feel like a victim yes it happened to me but I didn't want to be identified by this struggle and so Command the Stage really gave me the tools and the words and showed me how to take that, take people on that journey so that they would get the impact of what I was experiencing, but not be left there, you know, just yes. like, oh God, like this is horrible, you know? Yes. Um, so it was really, it, it really helped me with that. You know, I really commend you too, as someone, you know, who is a person of faith, Christian faith in particular, for being bold enough to mm. get out here and share that because yeah. when we talk about things related to adultery, infidelity, pornography, sex addictions, yep. like all of these things, yep. there's this big like hush, hush, keep yep. it secret. Yep. When the reality is so many people are experiencing that. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah. many more people will be set free if we would freaking tell the truth. Yes. 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 I mean, I when everything first blew up, I hadn't I mean, I was being told, don't say anything. And I felt so isolated and so alone. And one of the most freeing things for me was when I went to this intensive and I looked around and I saw women every age bracket, ethnicity, shape, size, and realized, wait a minute, like this is a bigger thing than I thought. Like I am not alone. And so I think if we did share 
more specifically like you said in the church like we have our stuff too and if we keep putting on airs like we don't like that doesn't help anybody that helps no one at all I feel like now slowly more people are starting to talk about it um and more people are realizing they are they're not alone so it's so it's exactly what you said like if we don't say it then like (laughs) people get people stay stuck in the mess people stay stuck right where they are you know, it's like if we say that we believe that we overcome by our testimony, mm. we got a responsibility to share the testimony. Right, right. right? Because exactly. it's not even just about you. I give so much glory to God for your testimony. The fact right. that you could experience such a thing and come out of that. And as a single mother of three now, boys. Living three boys. Oh, that's boys. next level, girl. That's <laughs> One of my whole situation has one little boy and he wake up on 20 every yes, day every day can, i'm on the phone and i can't take it i'm like hey friend i'm gonna go ahead and go so you, can, uh, you know attend to him but for you to be able to do that and see like you said trusting that pain has purpose and now be literally walking in that what does that feel like for you Oh man, it's, it's big. I, I, I'm really grateful to God because I think knowing that my pain, that he's going to use it, it gives me, I can keep going, you know, I can keep going. I think one thing that I was also afraid about was my children. Like I do have boys and Mm -hmm. I didn't want them to go down the same road. And I also know that they are going to hear the story. They're getting older. They're starting to ask more questions. And they're going to hear the story one day. And so I want to, I wanted to be able to frame it in a way that um, this is, like I said, this mommy is not a victim and you are still loved (laughs) and look at what God did with all of this, you know? And so they've had the opportunity. God has had the opportunity to help them to be a part of the journey. Like we lived in a DV shelter for a little bit and we had to pray for, you know, an apartment and, and they saw the process of, okay, we're here. We pray God answers our prayer. And now here we are, you know? And so I wanted them to be able to see, wait a minute, our pain, it can be used for a bigger purpose. And um, yeah. so you that keeps what? me going. That makes me think, Sophia, as I think about, you know, my own narrative, even recently divorcing and all those things, the way I share my story, the greatest audience I have is my daughter, Reagan. Mm. And I think sometimes we think understanding how to pull these things out and share them with dignity is about having a huge platform. Mm. And the original platform mm-hmm. is inside your house. Yep, like your the, family. Yes. the family, like the number one platform commanding the stage is understanding that life is a stage. Mm-hmm. And at any point that we need to convey something to people, whether it be our children or a few people at our job, our coworkers, yeah. or, you know, a, a room full of people on a podcast, on an yeah. interview, on a stage, it requires the same framework. Like yeah. it requires the same conviction. It requires the same clarity. It requires the same understanding about how to position yourself yeah. in a way that gives you authority and allows you to still keep your grace right poise and your peace to me that's what commanding the stage is about and when people hear 
about command the stage, they automatically think, oh, well, I don't want to be a professional speaker. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're building a platform, what you said about your children, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to definitely walk. I want them to walk in dignity too. That's important. And I mean, whether or not their father, you know, just because their father and I are not together, like they're still, they are part of him too. So I need to walk. I need to be careful how, how I walk this out and, and how I share my story. Yeah, definitely with some truth, all the truth, you know, but in a way that is gracious and um, in a way that is thoughtful about, okay, this is what they have to live with too. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you think you know a little something about speaking with purpose, but what you really want to do is command the stage. Listen, the doors to command the stage are officially open and you are invited. I know you have a message that you want to deliver powerfully in the marketplace in 2022. And remember, marketplace could be as an entrepreneur or as a teacher or even as an executive in a boardroom. If you don't know how to tell a story with purpose, with conviction, then you will never move people to action and therefore you won't create transformation. So stop waiting, stop hiding, stop being afraid to tell your story. Join me for Command the Stage and I will show you my framework for what it means and what it takes to truly deliver authentically and powerfully and magnetically. All the details are here, click the link and you will learn more about what Command the Stage entails. And I really just can't wait to be your coach because I know what a difference can be made when we lean into our story and use it to be a blessing to others. I just wanna show you the way. So join me for Command the Stage. So tell me more about what some of your greatest takeaways from Command the Stage were. Oh man. I have always been fascinated with stories. I, I mean, even before <laughs> my own, it's just something about how God can take, I mean, the story, the, the Bible is a story, you know, the, the story of God's redemption, but how God takes a story and how he redeems it in personal lives. I loved the community of Commander Sage and I loved hearing people share. I love seeing the transformation of how maybe People came in with, okay, I have a story. I don't even know if I want to share this thing, <laughs> but I'm here, you know? Yeah. And how how to see people go from that to, okay, I'm ready to give this three-minute talk. I, I, I'm going to do the thing. And then they do it. And, and you just yeah. sit there like, wow. <laughs> wow. So I love the community and just the transformation over time of people that came in. It, it, yeah. was, it was inspirational to me, too. So I have to tell you guys, Sophia came in as a student and client of Command the Stage, but in the last cycle of Command the Stage, she actually served as an alumni ambassador. Yeah, it was so So she got a front row seat to see the transformation. And I think I shared this with you guys. That's one of the most beautiful parts for me as a coach is seeing people come in and thinking, I don't have a story. Yep. I don't even know why I signed up. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. Oh, 
I'm not going to tell that story. Right, oh, right. You know, because they, that's that's a lot of people's things. Well, I can't tell that one because then I'm going to yeah. throw everybody under the bus right, and right. all the things. And then seeing, and you guys, can you even talk about your experience as an alumni ambassador um, and, and some of the things that you guys were doing, um, the five alumni ambassadors we had last cycle to support um, the last group of students? Yeah, I think listening, just instilling the confidence because a lot of people did come with, I don't even know, like, this is not, the, I'm not sharing that one. And so they would start out with <laughs> that not story and you would sit there like, okay, I'm gonna let you go ahead and tell that one. <laughs> and then over the weeks, it would transform and little pieces of the real story would get in and we would have to circle like, wait a minute, let me, tell me about that part. What's, what's up with that part right there? And just helping them to camp out and to feel confident about that thing. And I think just encouraging them, like, just you can share it and it doesn't have to be perfect the first time because in the sharing, it just gets better and better. And, and even with what you told us, Patrice, about just scripting everything really heavily, but just not having to feel like you have to do that, you know, because it's your story. And so giving your story the freedom to evolve, depending on who you're talking to, maybe certain people that need to hear section A and not section B. And so I think for me, just helping um, the people that came through, just understand that. And then just really being there to listen and give them feedback. I think one of the hardest things is to initially get it out. Yeah. And so that first getting it out, it just kind of dropped people's um, fear level, you know, mm -hmm. and their lack of confidence. And they thought, oh, wait a minute, I said it once, I can say it again, you know? So yeah. I think that was kind of really where we sat. Yeah, the alumni ambassadors, um, for those of you thinking about joining Command the Stage, um, are so vital. You guys were so, oh my gosh, just imperative to the success of mm. how it's how that program is run. And the heart that you all have, you know, that's what I just love about my community in general, like people who are attracted to whether it's purpose to platform or command the stage, mm. like come with such a heart. And when you see the transformation that has happened for you, yeah, I always feel like Y'all just want it for people. Yeah. I mean, our alumni ambassadors, they were doing things I didn't even ask them to do. I was like, <laughs> oh, so they creating more rooms. They practicing with people for hours. They're like doing all this stuff. And I just really loved and appreciate you guys for how you came and poured into people because it is it, it like most of us are trying to do this stuff in isolation yeah. and don't even realize that there's a community of people who have no judgment about what your story is. We just yeah. want to see you be empowered to tell it. Yeah, exactly. Just do the thing. I think we we were thinking like, wait a minute, we've been here. We know where you are. So we 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 did it. So we know that you can do it too. And so we just got to be on the other side of that. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I know. And you're coming back. I am. Yes, I am. I'm so excited. I'm, me too, me too. You'll be back as an alumni ambassador. Um, okay, so what has been going on with you in terms of your brand for beauty redefined or your brand as a confidence cultivator what have you been doing since yeah. last round of command the stage oh man so i've been showing up on social i've been so much more comfortable sharing my story let me tell you <laughs> i just feel like i can do it now and so it doesn't create that huge amount of terror for me um and then every time i do it and every time i share it with someone it may not be hordes of people, but somebody comes back and says, thank you. You know, like I needed to hear that today. 
And so it's been so encouraging and, and so affirming with I'm doing it. I'm, do, I'm being obedient with what God has called me to do. And he's blessing it. You know, I'm so excited because I recently put together something new and so new. It's on my phone right here. And I have always wanted to um, create uh, an experience for women. So one thing that I went through and I think a lot of women that are coming from abuse and betrayal go through is that on the other side, there are so many things to do. Like you're building your life back. So you got to do the therapy. You got to do the support groups. If you have kids, you got to get kids up, like so many things. And I wanted to offer something to women, but I didn't want to make them feel like it was another thing to add to their to-do list. And so I've been working on creating an experience for them that kind of tied together uh, in a holistic way, the beauty aspect, because that's where I land a lot of times, but then also the inner work. And so I've put together um, something called Beyond Beautiful. And in four weeks, it just walks women through um, how to how to show up, how to rediscover yourself after betrayal. So in week one, we're talking about the importance of creating space because before you start doing the work, you have to kind of carve out the time <laughs> because one of the most uh, biggest excuses, I guess, is I just, how, where am I going to fit that in? I don't have time for that. <laughs> but you have to realize like you have to make time for you. Like you are the only, you are the vessel. Like if you yeah. go down the drain, like there is, there is no one, you know? And so be willing to being willing to make the space for yourself first so that you can create space for other people. So we're going to talk about that and then wake up and make up. I love, I'm in the beauty space. Um, I help women with their skincare and um, beauty. And so helping women to determine their own aesthetic. Um, a lot of women, when they think makeup, they're thinking like, I'm not trying to be Instagram beat. Like I don't have time, but it's, it's, not, <laughs> right. it's not all about that. And one thing that happened to me in the middle of the hot mess is that my self-care went on the back burner. Like I didn't have time for that. I was in survival mode. And so I didn't get up. Well, I got up, but I didn't get dressed. I didn't put on any, I, I just didn't do anything. I didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of people may have experienced this during that whole hot mess pandemic, you know, like yeah. you're in the house, I don't feel like doing anything and how you look and what you put on, it has, it impacts how you feel about yourself. Yes. And so wake up and makeup is talking about your aesthetic as far as like your beauty, whether you want to glam it all out or whether you just want to be simple, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the next part of that is catwalk confidence. And we're talking about our wardrobe and how to put together, yeah, some clothes that make you feel good and they give you some confidence. So those two kind of go together. And then we bring it home camping out on the last piece of redefining beauty. And I kind of covered that a little bit before, but just doing that inner work and yeah. just pulling it all together so that we can realize, um, beauty is here but there's beyond beautiful that we want to think about so you know what that's brilliant because yeah. everything that you listed I see how that evolved for me mm -hmm. before I even vocalized my separation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those those were a lot of the things that I was working on especially because mine came about during the hot mess pandemic yep. as you say right and so they're, they're like I I realized at one point that like I didn't like anything in my closet like yep. it didn't really represent who I felt like I was becoming yeah it was like a a old version of me and also a version that I tried to play mm. quite frankly to make my ex yeah more comfortable but it wasn't necessarily yeah. making me comfortable yeah and so it was impacting my confidence yeah it does it, it really does. does um 
And then also, like you're saying, too, I went through a season where, as an example, you could not catch me without lashes. Baby, I would be at the grocery store with a with a full <laughs> pair of lashes on. Yes. I'll wake up and put lashes on. Like I had all these things going. And in a sense, it was like to cover up. Yeah. I didn't realize it in that moment. Yeah. And one of the things is I continue to, you know, on my uh my journey, uh, like, you know, I'm with my clients and my, you know, platform accelerated and my small groups, alumni retreat, all those things. I'm very, very clear uh, <laughs> and transparent. But one of the things was I realized um, for the first time, which is why I say this is definitely a self-love journey, like you say, too, especially if you've been through a lot of betrayal. Yeah. I realized that the extra stuff was to compete. Yeah. To conform. Yeah. With this idea of what he may have thought was beautiful. And that wasn't necessarily my ideal. And so, like, now, unless I'm like doing a photo shoot or television or something like that, I'm not, I don't wake up concerned about lashes. Like yeah. I got lashes, <laughs> I put a little primer, put my own mascara on. Like I don't wake up so concerned about those things because I recognize that the next relationship that I am, you literally have to just find me beautiful yeah. with nothing. Yeah. Like if I don't put a lick of nothing on this my face yeah <laughs> this, what you, this, <laughs> this, what you got. this yeah. is what you got these are my lashes yeah. um, whatever hair i choose whatever grays i have yeah. and roots like whatever it is this is what it is and and that has been so important in yeah. in my self-love self-healing journey um yeah. really important so i know that work that you're doing with beauty redefined so good how do people follow you where do they go to find out more yeah so i hang out on instagram and my handle is i am and it's my name sophia geraldo s-o-p-h-i-a-g-i-r-a-l-d as in dog O. I am sophia geraldo i love it and sophia i am so excited again uh about you coming back to be yeah. an alumni ambassador. Um, your heart for women obviously just shines through your work. And also just that, you know, you're the confidence cultivator, right? So yeah. this, the big thing about Command the Stage is giving people the confidence to own their truth, yeah. to own their story, to stop being afraid of what other people might say, to stop yeah. being ashamed um, because no one has the power to weaponize our stories. Right, right. And I just want to thank you again um, for sharing your story because, again, none of us are trying to figure out who the ex was. We just like, <laughs> oh, look at the lessons. And that's what I want people to see. It's about you. Yes. It's about the lessons that you took away and how do you rebuild yeah. your life or how do you keep moving forward? And you are such a beautiful um, example of that. And I just... I love you and I appreciate you so much for being willing to share here. Oh man, thank you, Patrice. I don't think, I not even think, I know that I would not be in the space that I am if God hadn't brought you into my life to help me learn how to share. I wanted to share, but like I said, I I was scared and I didn't want to do it in a way that threw everybody everywhere. And so I'm so grateful. Thank you for saying yes to, um, to what God called you to do so that I can say yes to what he called me to do. Amen. I love it. Listen, if you, again, are thinking about command the stage, um, 
Well, let me let Sophia say it. If someone is thinking about command the stage, what are your words? Because they only have a couple more days to register at this point. Listen, listen, just do it. I mean, if you if you you know who you are, I'm you don't don't play games. You know who you are. If the Lord has been tugging at your heart and just been speaking to your spirit. And I can tell you, you may think that I can't do it. I don't know where the money's going to come from, all the things. But if God called you to something, he I am a testimony. He's going to bring you through that thing. So just take the step of faith, you know, faith. It, it, it takes God's word and it puts we step on it and we put action behind what we say we believe. So just take a step, do the thing. I promise you <laughs> when you say yes to what God's calling you to do, he um, he's, he's been faithful to me and he will definitely be faithful to you. Yes. And if that is actually one of the challenges, please keep in mind that we have partnered with a wonderful um, financial institution called wise bank and wise bank makes it possible for you to get a 12 pay option that I was not able to do for people, you know, some of the first rounds of command the stage and there's zero percent interest. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's whatever payment plan you want. They, you can choose three, six, nine, 12 months, which means you can take this course and become more confident in telling your story. You can become more bold, more powerful, more authentic, more compelling, more magnetic. And we're done in six weeks, but you can have three, there six, nine, go. or 12 months to pay for it. So please keep that in mind when you go over to commandthestage.com. And remember that the doors are going to close soon and they will be closed for the next year or so. Um, because mama don't have it. Like, I, <laughs> I, like I'm doing a lot of speaking. My show on PBS is coming yeah. out soon. There's so many things in the works. And let me tell you, the only reason that those things are in the works is because years ago, I made a decision to stop hiding mm. and to stand up and tell my truth and be obedient and not be worried about what everyone else is going to say. Yeah. But what is God going to say ultimately? Because that's where the story came from. Yep. An audience of one. Yeah audience of one still an audience so if you want more information go to commandthestage.com make sure you hit up sophia in social media particularly instagram she is she's at i am sophiageraldo.com and until next time till tomorrow when i bring you another story from another <laughs> amazing client i want you to go live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money talk to you later Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.